Hey y'all, it's been a while since I talked about gold on this podcast, so um, it's time to get back to it because last week gold went over $2,000 an ounce and it held there for a while, um, a couple of days I think. So, you know, I try not to get into the into the, the details and get lost in the weeds of the numbers and the percentages and the dollars and the math and all of that stuff. Because uh, ultimately, um, I, I agree with Peter Lynch that uh, all the math you need to know about building wealth you learned in the fourth grade. So you just really need to know a few principles in order to stay on top of things and then have the courage to enact those principles. So it held for a long time. I, I It felt like it was a new high. That's a, I want to say it's a new high, but I don't know if that's true. You know, if you want the facts on things, you know there's other legitimate sources to go check out there um, to, to get this information. But it went over $2,000 an ounce for a couple of days. And and that was pretty significant to see it hold there. I started to get, wow, is it gonna like stay there? That'd be cool. Um, but it didn't, it came back down. But it's significant and it has to do with everything that's going on. It has to do with all of the inflation and all of the hyper regulation and manipulation by the Fed. So, and, and just the general rule that I talked about in my book, The Nebu Generator, Theronic Formula for Wealth Generation, um, is that as the dollar falls in value, which is also called inflation, they say infl- it's falling in value, they call it inflation because now you need more dollars to equal what it was yesterday, which makes prices rise. As that occurs, the value of gold goes up. And the reason is because gold is a consistent store of value. It's a store of value and been, it's, it's been a, as a form of capital and currency. It survived numerous um, devastations and apocalypses throughout numerous civilizations over thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And it's not suddenly changed today because of socialism or because of AI or any other bullshit that's going on in the world right now. So, so if you don't think it's true, if you doubt it, any of the stuff that I talk about in here, all you had to do is keep your eyes open and be watching the market this last week. You could have been, or you kept your eyes open and watched the markets over the COVID uh, and all of that stuff like going on back there. It's a general rule. It's always happening. There's always some government intervention. There's always some inflation happening on the dollar. And there's always some gradual over time increasing of value for gold. But in moments like last week, last few weeks, where there's serious crises going on, you really see it happening in a, in a, in a real and, and, and visceral kind of way. So a couple of other things that have happened that I'm, um, that I'm just going to point out is that r- quite recently, Russia, China, India are all majorly bolstering their 
own reserves, their own federal reserves with gold, with tons and tons of gold. Russia, the, the Mar March 22nd, uh, Russia announces it has added 31.1 tons of gold to its reserves. China is no longer the largest holder of U.S. debt, reducing its holding by 30% since 2018 and buying gold. Singapore added 44.6 tons of gold to its official reserves in January. Its gold reserves are now 198.4 tons of gold. I mean, the dollar amount of that is just is just beyond whatever. And and India has also I don't know what the numbers are right now, but India has also been notable in 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 the in the media and in the Twitterverse um, for buying up lots of gold lately. And uh, it's because all of these all of these countries are betting on the crash of the dollar. They want they can't wait to be released from uh, the petrodollar as the international standard of, of, of currency. And as the dollar continues to inflate and as America continues to look uh, buffoonish and incompetent in world markets, that'll continue to be the case at a global level. I'm not seeing any information or no one's like singing out really loud about uh, the United States buying, uh, buying up more gold. My guess is that they're not. Uh, the current powers that be don't seem seem more interested in uh, green politics and and uh, critical race theory and things like that. So, and equity wars. So, um, but it, it's it's probably like like decent. Now, Canada, interestingly, Canada has no gold reserves. They sold out, they, they got rid of all of their gold like quite some time ago. Even though they continue to be one of the largest producers of gold, they produce gold and sell it uh, to private people and internationally, um, but they don't keep any in their reserves. So they don't think they, they don't think they're gonna need it. They're like uh, the grasshopper from the end, the grasshopper like, I'm not gonna need that. Everything's gonna be fine. Um, fiat currency will get us through anything. So, you know, like people like to, uh, lots of commentators are out there speculating on what all this means. Um, investors, you know, they don't believe what the Fed just said, and the Fed just said this. And, and, you know, again, I just don't like getting caught in the weeds of all of this. Understand one principle that gold is a solid store of value. Now, um, even if you're not into like picking up any of that stuff or holding any of that stuff, this is still a great opportunity uh, in uh, learning about principles of value, which is one of the things that I talked about in the Nebu generator. And the ancient Egyptians are a great example of this. It's clear that the ancient Egyptians attached significant esoteric, magical, uh, spiritual, transformational, super substantial uh, meaning to gold. Just look at King Tut's tomb, the way they utilize gold to um, express divinity, to express uh, super substantial is just extant and quite breathtaking in its 
scope, magnitude, beauty, and artistry. The Egyptians were the first society to use gold on a mass scale, thanks to Nubian mines in eastern Egypt. Over its 30,000 year span, Egyptian civilization used a variety of things for monetary exchange, grain, copper, beer, but gold was always there as a basis of currency since at least the pre-dynastic period. As early as 4000 BC, they would print the hieroglyph of the Pharaoh on a bar of gold and use it as money. And by 600 BC, gold coins were created in Lydia, today's Turkey, and being used in Egypt by 500 BC. So anyone who tries to tell you that, um, that Egyptians didn't use money or didn't value it or that gold isn't actually really valuable just because people imagine it is, um, it's bullshit. It's real value that you can have, you can hold. Oh, and another thing about Russia, shortly after all the Ukrainian war broke out and America announced they were going to uh, deploy sanctions against them, Russia, Putin reenacted the gold standard for the Russian ruble. So the ruble became backed by gold again. One of the only nations like coming and doing that again. And you know what it did? It decreased any effect that any of the sanctions would have. It completely stabilized uh, the Russian economy. So Putin's not worried about any of the sanctions. And have you noticed? They're not really talking about sanctions in the media anymore. It's about two weeks there when, oh, we're going to put sanctions on them. And, you know, I'll all your liberal friends were like, oh, well, we're going to put sanctions on Putin. We'll, we'll get him. Even though, you know, like 50 years of sanctions on Cuba haven't like stopped them from being communist or disposed of any of their like dictatorial dictators. So there's a secret power in gold. The leaders of the world know about it. And you should too. And with such knowledge, may you keep the dark fires burning.